the college football experience database top 25 ranking show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet to get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Hey, it's Scooby right here, aka Shark Dog, listening to SGP and let it ride. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college football experience, Danterbase Top 25 Ranking Show. <laughs> My name is Colby Swinging Danterbase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> yes, another week in the books. I love this show that I do here. I love I love this database top 25. If you're a first time listener listener and you're saying, "Hey, I, you know what the fuck is this database top 25 thing?" Well, let me break it down for you. Uh, we look at resume only resume only, not what we think will happen. All right. If we thought, you know, if we judge sports by what we thought would happen, it'd be pretty terrible. Uh, you know, you wouldn't, <laughs> how many examples could you use? You know, like you could go one by one on the super bowls. All right. The AFC would have folded because the jets wouldn't have beat the Colts as the largest dog of all time with Broadway Joe. All right, you could go to the Miracle on Ice, the USA hockey team in the early '80s. You could go uh, Buster Douglas against Mike Tyson. You could go Jimmy V's NC State squad. I mean, you could go on and on and on. Just recently, uh, Gonzaga, Baylor on the basketball court, uh, where the Zags were favored. You know, uh, you could go uh, one by one, one by one. Uh, Georgia wouldn't have won the national championship, right? Because wasn't didn't Bam, wasn't Bama favored the second matchup? Oh, well then why play the game, right? Well, that's what we try to do with the database top twenty-five is we look at resume only and we think this is the way the system. I think not we, but uh, we here at SGPN. I think this is the way the system should work. It should look at you know the resume blindly. And look at the wins, and they should value wins on the road. If you win more on the road, you should be ranked higher because that's how you really tell how a team is good, in my opinion, when it comes to any you know any sport. But and it would also encourage teams to schedule better. As the system we currently have, it actually encourage you to schedule less, uh, less aggressively. That is so. Uh yeah, I think you'll dig the show if you're a first time listener. If not, you know, I don't know. Give me a give me a tweet. Tell me I'm a fucking idiot. I don't care. All right, let's go. Uh, all right, so let's hop into the database top twenty five ranking show. Uh, well, at uh, at 
my top spot, AKA barely making it. We count it down from 25 to one. So at number 25, as much as I don't want to put them in there, I think resume resume wise, I think you would have to. And that is the LSU tigers. Yes. Uh, let me just talk about, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started and I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a tiger. I'm here with my family and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, but more importantly, you are so excited to be the number 25 team in the database top 25 ranking show. I don't want to put them there. I think you can make a case. There's other teams that might be worthy. I was wanting to put Mississippi state there, but the fact LSU beat Mississippi state. And then when you kind of hop into this, the Tennessee loss doesn't look as bad now because Tennessee beats Bama. They won at Auburn. They won at Florida. Those are two tough places to win. I know both those teams aren't good really, but it's still two tough places to win. And when you consider that loss, was to Florida State wasn't truly in Baton Rouge. It was in New Orleans on a blocked extra point. I think you got to put LSU as the number 25 team in the database top 25. All right. At number 24, uh, the Liberty Flames. And look, if you're wondering why, why did uh, Liberty just, you know, drop or they won? How can you penalize them? How could they have not moved up? They won. Well, they only beat Gardner Webb uh, by one point. Now, shout out to Gardner Webb, the running Bulldogs of the FCS, because Gardner Webb has been a thorn in the side of of a, you know this is their third FBS game they've played, and they've played Marshall and uh, Coastal Carolina fairly well. Uh, almost beat Coastal Carolina. So, okay, maybe they're not as bad as their record indicates because they've played so aggressively. Uh, it doesn't matter. Liberty got the win, and I will honor that. They got the win somehow, came from behind, uh, and it was a classic look ahead spot. Liberty has BYU on deck, so I can understand the, the look ahead spot there. But when you look at Liberty's schedule, um, I think what is impressive about Liberty's schedule to start the season. You know, they have already won four road games. That is double the amount of uh, you know, LSU, and that is triple. No, that is four times the amount of Ohio State's road games. And note that Ohio State plays another home game this week. <laughs> it's fucking absurd. Uh but you look at Liberty's Liberty's one loss was by one point to Wake Forest at Wake Forest. Uh, Cause they went for two. Uh, that is a impressive loss. And then when you look elsewhere, there are other wins. Hey, Southern miss won this week. UAB won this past week. Uh, old dominion won this past week uh, on the teal turf uh, against coastal Carolina. So the wins did get better. Uh, and despite their one point law or one point win, they hang on to their top 25 database top 25 show shout out to, to Hugh strip club freeze and the Liberty flames for being the number 24 team in the nation at number 23. And I did have them pass Liberty. And I think my main reason for this, uh, they didn't play, but I think 
because Liberty's close call. See, I was, I was, I was going to put Liberty at 23, but then when you compare the resume and the fact that the fact that uh, Arkansas won in Provo impressive win in impressive fashion, I would say uh, the rest of the wins then also kind of, you know, so that loss doesn't look as bad. Uh, now what South Florida still lost to Tulane. Their resume is not much. There's not much. They've been on the road three times though. So if you compare that to Liberty's, okay. Uh, but the difference is, is Cincinnati, uh, their one loss was at uh, Arkansas. Liberty's is at uh, Wake Forest. Now I, I think the rest of the meat on the schedule for Cincinnati is a little bit better. They played Indiana, a power five. Uh, uh, Liberty did not. Another thing is the FCS as they played. Now that's, a, that's an interesting matchup. Gardner Webb, Kennesaw state. I think you could probably argue that. However, Miami, Ohio, there's not a team on here as bad as Akron, which Liberty has a win over Akron. So that the logic there it's close, but I think you take the Cincinnati Bearcats at number 23 at number 22, Patty sees boys. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. The JMU Dukes, who really were in this game, they were up. They were up double digits at one point in this game against Georgia Southern. Uh, they were up late. They gave up a, a, a touchdown to Georgia Southern on the final drive for for Georgia Southern, where Georgia Southern took the lead. Uh, it was on the second end of back to back away, so that was impressive. They've played. Uh, they've played what three road games? Once again, three times the amount of Ohio State or something, but. Um, their best win isn't as good now. Appalachian State obviously lost to Texas State a week ago, or you know, not this past weekend, but a week prior. And uh, and then you have Arkansas State. They lost to Southern Miss. Uh, Texas State lost to was that Troy, uh, and Middle Tennessee lost to. So everyone on their schedule either took an L or didn't play this past week. Uh, with the exception to, uh, with the exception to no, even Norfolk State lost to Delaware State in the FCS. So that is the logic there for putting JMU at number twenty-two. It's been a, it's been a great season. It's been a great start to their reign in the FBS, and uh, they host Marshall this weekend. It should be a damn good game. I actually like the Dukes to bounce back in Harrisonburg at Bridgeforth. Uh, so I got the JMU Dukes at number twenty-two. At number twenty-one. I have the Texas Longhorns. Wait, how could I put a two-loss Texas team ahead of JMU, Cincinnati, and Liberty? Is the reality is is their schedule's been better. Their schedule's been better. They have a one-point loss to Alabama. Yes, in a game where their starting quarterback did get knocked out. You have to, uh, you know, look at that resume. Now Alabama lost, so okay, maybe it's not as great as a win, but it's still a damn good win. Uh, they lost at Texas Tech by three. That one's going to haunt them. That one's going to haunt them. But the win over UTSA, who continues to roll, the win over West Virginia looks better as West Virginia beats Baylor this past week. Uh, the win over Oklahoma looks a lot better because Oklahoma beats Kansas. Yes, without Jalen Daniels, but a win is a win is a win. And they luckily beat Iowa State. I actually thought Iowa State was the better team, but hey, they got the dub against Iowa State. And the Longhorns, although they've only been on the road once, which is, we'll find out this week. They head to Stillwater. Uh, isn't that crazy though? Texas, what? Texas, Ohio State. Um, there's a few schools. There's like five schools that haven't hit the ro- road but one time. Um, 
and Ohio State doesn't even do it this this week. So uh, it should be interesting. I see the chat rolling along. Shout out to Justin Casey. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I got Texas at number twenty one. I think their resume of their wins, the fact the win against UTSA, I value as a as a good win. The win over West Virginia is good. The win over Oklahoma is good. And the win over Iowa State is decent, even though Iowa State would now has a losing record. Um, I think it speaks to their resume, it, you know. It, I, and I kind of expect Texas to lose in Stillwater because of the the first road trip, first road start ever for Quinn Ewers. Uh, that'll be an interesting matchup to watch this weekend. At number twenty, I got the South Alabama Jaguars. They play a huge game. They play an absolutely huge game this Thursday night. Now, how could I have South Alabama ahead of Texas? Well, I actually think South Alabama should be undefeated. One point loss, much like Bama's one point loss or Texas one point loss to Bama. South Alabama is a one point loss to UCLA where they were up pretty much that whole game uh, and kind of squandered the opportunity that they, they tried to get cute with it, did a fake field goal. Um, but they have been on the road. Uh, what they've only been on the road twice, but they are beating everybody pretty Pretty solidly, um, I think they're the best team in the Sun Belt, and the UCLA loss looks good because UCLA is undefeated. Uh, so I have South Alabama at number twenty. I mean, yes, you could say Texas's wins are definitely better than what is South Alabama's best win? I guess that you could argue and say, well, you know, if their best win is just Louisiana, that's not a great win. Louisiana, what just uh, think what four and three, maybe um, not the greatest win. They did beat ULM Texas. They have a common opponent. Texas won by more sure. Um, but I could argue does South Alabama have a loss like Texas tech. They do not. So I'm going to put South Alabama at number 20. I think you can argue JMU being ahead of them. I think you can argue Texas potentially being ahead of them. Uh, and I think you can argue Liberty and Cincinnati to be a, to be ahead of them. But I don't know that anyone has a loss that good. Cause UCLA is currently undefeated, you know, Liberty lost to wake, but wake does have a loss just like Bama has a loss now with, with Texas's resume. So for that reason alone, I got South Alabama at number 20 shout out to the chat. Noah Beenick saying good evening, Colby, Michigan beat the former number one team, Penn state. Does that mean the Wolverines have to be the number, the new number one, right? You shall see, you shall see Uh hop in the chat. We'll talk college football. Uh, let's hop into this though. That, that number 19, wait, before I get to number 19, I want to tell you that the database top 25 college football ranking show is brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y and and B E T to claim your free bet today. All right. Well at number 19, we're going to go, we're going to go over to West Lafayette where the Purdue Boilermakers continue to roll. How? I mean, I know they got to go back on the road and here's something hilarious for you. Here's something hilarious for you. Like I said, Ohio state, is playing in Columbus yet again this week. So they have played, been on the road one time <laughs> to a team with a losing record. This will be Purdue's this will be Purdue's fourth road game this week. Fourth road game this week. 
against power five opponents. They are playing four times the amount of away games that Ohio state has played thus far this far. What a, what, what a ridiculous system that we have here. Um, shout out to Purdue though. Cause they continue to win. And when you look at it, this team could really easily be undefeated. There was uh, the Penn state game where they had the lead with like a minute left and lost. Then the Syracuse game at Syracuse in that filthy dome where Syracuse got a whole drive of pass interference calls to get them. They went like 70 yards in pass interference calls, which were all questionable, all very questionable. And then Syracuse completes like a 10 yard pass to a round gets in the second. And, and all of a sudden the Q's get the win. Now you could argue whatever that is. I'm just saying produced pretty damn close to being undefeated since that. Then they went on the road one at Minnesota, one at Maryland, and uh, now they head to, to to Camp Randall this weekend to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, here's another thing that helps Purdue. They lost to Syracuse, who's currently undefeated, and they lost to Penn State, who has one loss. So not only is Purdue close to being undefeated, their their uh, combined records is what Penn State is sitting there at five and one, and Syracuse is six and zero. Oh, so eleven and one is their two losses. Pretty damn impressive for the Boilermakers. Yes, the win at Minnesota looks a little worse with Minnesota losing to the Illini, but the win at Maryland looks a little bit better because Maryland grabs a dub uh, against the Indiana Hoosiers. Um, uh, another one is Florida Atlantic took out uh, beat Rice that helps the resume, uh, and Syracuse obviously beating NC State helped the resume as well. Uh, all in all, I'm impressed with the uh, Boilermakers this year. I really think. Um, they're contenders. It's a big game this this uh, this Saturday, and I think they're contenders to play for the Big Ten championship. Shout out to them at number eighteen. I got the Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. They have a huge game. Look, they had a bye week. They had a bye week, so you know they didn't really. They moved up by default in a way. But yes, Oregon. The resume got better for a certain to a certain extent because. Uh, Stanford won at Notre Dame. So one of Oregon's wins, well, obviously Georgia skunked Vanderbilt. So that win it helps Oregon's resume as well, as well as Stanford uh, taking care of Notre Dame. So that 18 point win against the Cardinal looks a lot better. Now, yes, they did lose some too because BYU continues to look bad and they lost to Arkansas. Also Washington state lost to uh, the Beavers of Oregon state and Arizona did lose. Uh, to Washington. But when you look at that, only one loss and the fact that, uh, you know, they've pretty much been on the road three times, whatever you deem that Georgia game, I kind of consider that an away game. I'd say it's like a 0.9 away game instead of a flat one. But uh, so that would mean pretty much three away games, which is pretty damn impressive that they've done that. Obviously they host UCLA. They have a chance to really jump up, but I got the Oregon ducks at number 18. At number 17, I got the North Carolina Tar Heels. Well, why do I have North Carolina ahead of Oregon? Well, uh, I think the big thing is well, first off, Carolina just beat their arch rivals on the road. Uh, that was impressive. They came from behind to win that game, but it was still, you know, an impressive game because Duke has looked pretty good this year. Uh, and when then when you look at what North Carolina has done, yes, the, the loss to Notre Dame looks worse, but. They have been on the road a lot. Uh, they have played what? This is their that was their fourth road game. So they've played more away games than Oregon, and uh, they 
I would say the resumes probably on par, if not better than the ducks, uh, considering that uh, Miami did beat Virginia tech this week. Also, uh, well, I guess app, app state had had the bye week but uh, Georgia state has played better of late as well. Um, and that Duke win was good. That Duke win was really good. So I got the North Carolina Tar Heels ahead of Oregon. And I think that, I think I, that's pretty solid there. I don't think, I, I think like you can't even argue that one because also another thing is the way they lost Oregon, the way they lost to Georgia compared to Carolina's loss to Notre Dame, that loss was better for Carolina. Um, at number 16, I got the Illinois fighting Illini. Wow. Brett fucking Bilma continues to do a fantastic job. Now, why do I have the Illini ahead of Purdue? Well, that's pretty simple. Pretty, it's pretty easy to uh, tell this because, Hey, they only have one loss. And when you only have one loss, uh, Purdue has two. So yes, Purdue has gone on the road more, you know, but until they, they have that second loss or actually they're going to play each other, uh, you know, in a few weeks, but the Illini's one loss was on the road too. So, and they were in a game that they were up the entire game. Pretty much. Um, you look at what Illinois has done. A, I feel like the Wyoming win looks a lot better than what we thought it would be. Then uh, obviously the Indiana loss is bad because Indiana continues to lose. They just lost to Maryland, but at least it was on the road in a game. They were up with like a minute left. Um, the win of Virginia still looks like shit, but it's, a, you know, we'll see this Thursday. Uh, the win over Chattanooga and the FCS is pretty solid. They're a good FCS team, uh, much better than Purdue's FCS team or much better than uh, North Carolina's FCS team. Pretty much one of the best FCS wins uh, in all of college football. Uh, then they won at Wisconsin. Now that win didn't look as good. Iowa had the bye week uh, and then they took care of Minnesota. So yeah, I mean, the resume is not amazing, but six and one is six and one. I mean, what, how many winning teams? What is Iowa? Three and three. Yeah. I guess the, the, you can also make a case that what they've only beat. If you're not including Chattanooga, uh, they've only beat two winning teams, Wyoming and uh, Wyoming and, and, and Minnesota, but we'll see how it shakes out at the end of the year. I think right now that resume is better than North Carolina's. Um, at number 15, I got the Kansas state. Wow. Cats. They have a gigantic game this weekend in uh, Fort worth, Texas, taking on TCU on the road. Uh, so this will be what K state's been on the road uh, just twice. They are two and zero on the road. But another thing is their wins that Oklahoma win looks better. Now Oklahoma just beats Kansas. Um, and then the, the Tulane loss doesn't look that bad because Tulane continues to roll. Uh, they beat Texas tech. They beat Iowa state. Iowa state did lose to, uh, to Texas. So I guess got a little worse there, but overall, I think that's a pretty solid resume considering. Uh, and I read that great stat, Adrian Martinez and Kansas state, the only team in the FBS that has not thrown an interception yet this season, shout out to Adrian Martinez. Give that man some respect. Um, but yeah, K state huge game this weekend and uh, should be, should be a fun one. Uh, but yes, K state this past week, what they didn't have a game. They had a bye week So kind of moving up by default um, next up at number 14, we have uh, the Tulane green wave. Oh, that one's easy to chart. 
I talked about this. Obviously, the Big 12 is better than the ACC. So Kansas State has an opportunity to hop Tulane if they continue to win. But if you look at last week, Kansas State didn't play. Well, Tulane, they went on the road and won again, and they covered that spread one by double digits. Uh, I know it was just South Florida, but that resume continues to get better and better. Uh, as Southern Miss, their lone loss by three. Southern Miss won this weekend. East Carolina won this weekend. Uh, obviously, K State didn't play. Um, so the resume did get better for Tulane, and obviously, the fact they played keeps them ahead of Kansas State. I got the Tulane Green Wave at number 14. At number 13, I got the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it looks like. Clemson's going to run away with it. That was a great game. It's a shame. The ACC did not go do what the PAC 12 did and just say, Hey, take the top two teams because you're probably going to get probably like the fourth or fifth best team in the ACC playing Clemson in the ACC championship, as opposed to having a rematch of wake forest and, uh, and, and Clemson wake forest does host Boston college this weekend. Uh, Wake, Wake Forest had a bye last week, but previously before that, they took care of uh, Army by 35. Uh, Army did win this past week. I know it was just Colgate, but uh, obviously the, the loss to Clemson continues to look solid as Clemson takes care of business in Tallahassee. Uh, the win against Liberty looks better too as Liberty continues to win. Uh, the win at Florida State does look a little bit worse because Clemson went in there and won. Uh, but overall, I think the, the, the fact what wake forest has also been on the road, what they've only been on the road twice. Uh, they have, uh, and they, they, they don't go on the road this week. This they're at home taking on Boston college. So we'll learn more about the demon Deeks as the season prolongs. But I think right now their resume and their fact, their only loss was in what double overtime to Clemson who's undefeated. I think wake forest speaks for itself with its resume and it, uh, it should be number 13 in the nation. At number 12, we have the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oh man. If you're an Oklahoma Oklahoma State fan, I just I feel for you because you were up double digits. You kind of look like the better team for three and a half quarters. And then TCU comes rolling back or roaring back, whatever the fuck. Uh and uh and gets the dub in overtime against against uh, Oklahoma state. Now that was tough. Cause okay. State was on the road in Fort worth. Now Oklahoma state is going to take on the Texas longhorns, which should be a, a battle right there. But when you look at Oklahoma state's resume, it's a, it's a pretty solid resume considering they they've only, so they've been on the road. What? And I found that stat compelling by the way, this past week, isn't that funny that every team in the top 25 that went on the road lost with the exception of Clemson. One team in the whole top 25 won a road game this year or this, this, this past weekend, not this year. Uh, I think that speaks volumes on how hard it is to win on the road and how ridiculous it is that some of these teams barely play any road games. Um, Oklahoma state though. Uh, they won at Baylor. Obviously that loss gets a little bit worse, but I still think Baylor's a good football team and they lost at TCU. So they they've only been on the road twice. They've only been on the road twice, and obviously they're home to Texas this week before heading to Man- Manhattan, Kansas next week. Uh, them and Wake very similar as far as road schedules. So, uh, if anything, Oklahoma State lost on the road. Wake didn't. So uh, I, I think Oklahoma State's resume is slightly, slightly better than the Demon Deacons. 
Uh, at number eleven, I got the USC Trojans. Yes, uh, what a tough, what a tough loss uh, in Salt Lake City to to the Utah Utes. It was a great, it was a great game to watch, uh, with the exception of the referees, which are completely fucking awful, completely fucking awful that game. But uh, USC plays their their that was their third road game. So uh, probably should have lost to Oregon state a couple weeks ago. They found a way to get that dub, but Hey, you look at that resume. Well, the rice win looks worse. The Stanford win looks better because Stanford wins at Notre Dame. Great, great win there for the Cardinal. Uh, also Fresno state beat San Jose state. That was a nice win for Fresno. Oregon state took care of Washington state. Uh, Arizona state had a bye week and then Washington state obviously lost to uh, lost to uh uh, Oregon state. So Utah. And that's another thing is a one point loss, one point loss, uh, pretty respectable. Um, so I have USC. Uh, they didn't, they don't have an FCS on their schedule. You got to reward that. They should reward that. They should reward that uh, at number 10. Well, before I get to the top 10, let me tell you that the college football experience database top 25 uh, on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play and pick them contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250 K in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times the amount of money you enter. If you hit all your picks, Bet on up to five player props, uh, over unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and even NASCAR. Yes, sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app, on, you know, in the app store and get a first deposit match up to $25. Once again, nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Babbel. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, well, it's never too late to start, folks. Babbel is great. It's a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and, and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross uh, you know, learning that new language off your bucket list. All right. They only have 10-minute lessons. It's fantastic for bozos like me. All right. I remember block scheduling in high school. I took a Spanish. I took a couple Spanish classes. I think absolutely ridiculous. I I could not handle two hours of, of Spanish class. It was too much. Next thing you know, I'm just sleeping or I don't know, looking, looking at the scouting report of Sonoma state. I don't know. It was hard. It was hard. I can tell you that I was doing something. I was fucking, I was definitely not paying attention in that class. I don't know how they pass you because I certainly should not have been passed. Either either way, I got through. But that's what's great. Babbel gives you ten minute lessons. I, I I really think that's that's great. And within three weeks, they'll have you, you know, having real life conversations in that new language. Uh, and other la- language learning apps use artificial intelligence. See, you know, for their lesson plans. This Babbel says, you know what? You take that computer, shove it up your ass. All right, because we have language experts. Over a hundred fifty of them. That will help you, and they're they're voiced by real native speakers, not computers. 
their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. You got to check it out. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to Babel. Dot com slash SGP. That's B A B B E L dot com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble, it's language for life, baby. All right, we are back on the database top 25. Shout out to Dan Schertz. The FBI needs to launch an investigation into penalties called slash not called against Iowa State. As a proud alum, I've been, I've seen repeated bias called in favor of a large market. Big 12 teams against us. You know, Dan, you know, it's funny. Me and Patty C, as we were leaving the studio on Saturday, we're throwing out the garbage and everything. And we're just talking college football. And we're just talking about how sorry we feel for Matt Campbell. I really feel like, I really feel like you're right. And I know Patty C was talking about this. I don't know that I've ever seen, first off, they get fucked from the schedule, the Big 12 scheduling point of view every year. Every year, it is consistent. Go through the history. And, and tell me how they're not fucked way more than, than a lot of other schools in the big 12. Then when you consider all those calls, the, the, the roughing the passer on Quinn Ewers this past week, absolutely awful. It extended a drive. One of the only drives that Texas got a touchdown in. they only had what three, three drives with touchdowns. So absolutely critical call. And then for, for Hunter Deckers, who I'm not, I don't think it was targeting personally. I don't. But I still think, judging how they called the Ewers uh, roughing, they should have thrown the flag and at least looked at it. Like, how can you have a, a play that critical? Another thing was, I don't know that it was definitive. And if they're calling it down, it, they were all over the place. The refs, that was very strange because they're they're citing three different things at once, much like they did in that Texas Alabama game where it should have been a safety on Bryce Young, but. Uh, you're a hundred percent right. Iowa state's been fucked every single week. And you know, the big 12 never gives a, a solid expl- explanation. I saw Matt Campbell talk about that. You got a great point, buddy. And I feel bad for you. Uh, I feel really bad for Iowa state fans because your team's much better than your record. And you would think uh, at one of these, at one of these stops, you would get, you would get some calls to go your way based off of uh, the, the fact that every single week you've had questionable calls, the targeting in the Baylor game. That's the worst call. I think in the history of football, like that's the one of the worst calls in the history of football. Uh, there was multiple. So I don't know. I, I feel, I feel for you. Um, and uh, hopefully with a larger playoff, they won't have so much bullshit uh, going against. That's why we want a larger playoff. You know, these idiots that want to that, that are so keep it at four. They don't realize how lopsided the table is from the start of the season, before they ever kick off a ball, it is a loaded deck. So it, I am completely with you. Hopefully with a larger playoff, they'll be less likely to fuck you from a scheduling point of view or, or, and potentially that could trickle down to the refs. I don't know. And then you can build pedigree. And uh, I, if Campbell stays at Iowa state, you can have a historic program after 20 years of winning. I don't know stuff like that, but uh, I I'm completely with you, brother. I am completely with you. Shout out to everyone in the chat though. Um, next up though, at number 10, I got the Alabama crimson tide. Yes. Uh, you lost, you've been on the road. What now? Three times. That's way. That's three times more than Ohio state. <laughs> um, and you have, you've, yes, you probably, you should have lost at Texas. 
maybe maybe Young scores that a touchdown in the final drive, but that was certainly a fucking safety in the end zone, and it was certainly a face mask on Bijan Robinson inside the twenty. Um, but um, you got it done. We got to look at the results. You won at Texas. You also won at Arkansas, and your one lone loss is on the road to a team that is uh, projected higher than you. So, or that I have ranked higher than you, not projected. They're fucking ranked higher than you. Um, so shout out to the Crimson Tide. Now there there isn't a ton of meat on that bone when you look at uh, when you look at the schedule. You know, you, you say I know they get Mississippi State this weekend in uh, Tuscaloosa, but really when you look at it, okay, Alabama's wins, okay, Utah State, okay, they got Utah State is getting better, so that win probably will look all right. They still have a losing record at three and four. Texas is uh, five and two, but once again, they've only played one road game. Can't trust them to be that good. Now, potentially, there's moments where they look really good. All right. I'd be lying to you. If I, if I told you that they didn't, but I did think Iowa state was the better team last weekend. Uh, then uh, ULM obviously sucks. Vanderbilt sucks. Uh, the Arkansas win did look better because Arkansas did beat BYU and currently they are four and four, uh, four and three. So you do have two wins against winning teams. Uh, but one of those, t- and then obviously the Texas A&M one. So I guess you have what Texas A&M's 500. We'll see what happens when they go to Columbia, South Carolina this weekend. I, I do think it is the best resume for a one loss team. I believe that right now it is the best resume for a one loss team. All right. At number nine, I got the Ohio state Buckeyes. I have them ranked the lowest out of any undefeated team remaining. And that is because the schedule is absolute dog shit. I mean, they play another home game. So they are playing their second away game at Penn state on Halloween weekend. Uh, folks, that will be, that will be what week nine (laughs) week nine. Uh, I just find that fucking ridiculous. I find that absolutely ridiculous. Your your season team play thirteen weeks, right? There's only thirteen weeks. Um, and when you look at the wins, I mean the Notre Dame win looks way worse now. Stanford beats them. Arkansas State loses to Southern Miss. Toledo is your best win. Toledo is your best win because they're five and two. Now, yes, you beat Toledo by I don't know fifty points or something, right? Four uh, fifty six points. Okay, that's a good win. Uh, then uh, your Wisconsin win doesn't look that great because they're three and four. Uh, the Rutgers win doesn't look that great because what they're uh, did they play last week? I think they had a bye week, but they're not good. <laughs> does does Rutgers have a winning record right now? I need to pull that up because they did beat Boston. No, they're three and three. They're five hundred. Michigan State has a losing record at three and four. So they have zero wins besides to, they have one win against a team with a winning record. And that was Toledo in the Mac. Actually, no, wait, Notre Dame, Notre, no, Notre Dame's three and three. So yeah, uh, that's a pretty shitty resume. It's a shitty resume. And you've only played one fucking road game. Absolutely fucking pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. There's no way to cut it differently. Um, all right, at number at number eight, I got the Ole Miss Rebels. 
You know, you can make a case that Ole Miss's schedule is on Ohio State's level, but I, I gotta give respect to the fact that Ole Miss beat Kentucky. I think that win is better than any win on Ohio State's resume. I think Kentucky would beat Toledo. Yes, uh, but and they've been on the road twice. Yes, was it Vanderbilt and Georgia Tech, two terrible teams? Sure, but Georgia Tech win actually looks a little bit better now. Uh, they've been on the road twice. That's better than Ohio State's done. Uh, another thing is they beat Troy. I think Troy, Troy is sitting there at what uh, five and two. I think they're better than Toledo as well. So they have two wins better than. They also beat Tulsa. Tulsa's better than Arkansas State. Shit, Tulsa probably beats Notre Dame if they play. I think that's a game. Um, they also beat Auburn. I don't know where you would put that one as far as the uh, the Tigers. I know they they haven't looked great, but they still beat Auburn. That's a deep, I mean, that's probably on the Wisconsin level. I would say um, it's just a better resume. So I got the Ole Miss rebels at number eight in the country at number seven, even though their road schedule is complete bullshit as well. I got the, uh, I got the UCLA Bruins. They've only been on the road once, but at least they're going this weekend. They're going to Eugene this weekend. Um, and uh, to be honest, resume is looking all right because Hey, Colorado got the win. All right. Colorado beats Cal. That helps the resume a little bit. It's still a horrible road game. Their only road win is against a terrible team. Not there's no hiding that, but the Bowling green win looks better because Bowling green won. the FCS Alabama state win looks better because they won South Alabama's uh, win looks better because they only have one loss and they continue to win Washington beat Arizona. That win looks better. And the Utah win looks a lot better because they just beat USC. So every single team that UCLA scheduled won this past weekend, which had me hop them uh, to go to number seven in the nation. At number six, I got the Syracuse Orangemen. And once again, much like UCLA and much like uh, much like Ohio State, they only have one road game so far, which is fucking insane. And their, their one road win. It's probably the worst. I don't know. Actually it's on the Colorado level. It's at Yukon. I kind of think Colorado's better than Yukon. Yes. It's a power five. It is better than Yukon, but that was the one win on the road. They do hit the road this weekend to take on Clemson. Once again, Ohio state, the only team not hitting the road that only has one, one away game. Um, but I'll tell you this, the other wins look all right. You know what Louisville had a bye week, but before that they won against UVA uh, Purdue won this past weekend. Uh, and then Syracuse did itself a favor by beating NC state who was five and one. So that is why I have Syracuse ahead of UCLA. So Syracuse at number six, and now we get to our top five. I know Noah was asking about the Wolverines. We'll talk about them in the next, you know, couple minutes. But before I do all that, I want to tell you that the college football experience database top 25 shows brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone. Uh, plus they got games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over a hundred different channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. 
Right now you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure yourself that you get yourself the very best deal possible. Uh, it also has a bet tracker. So betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddtrader.com slash blue wire oddtrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. We are back talking database top 25 and the number one team is done. It is done. Yes. From a week ago, I did have Penn state number one. So at number five, I have the Michigan Wolverines and Hey, shout out to them. That was a dominating performance. Absolutely dominating performance. But I still say this though. Yes. Michigan's undefeated and they have two road wins, but those two road wins, not against teams with winning records. So you wonder, Hey, okay. The Penn state win and the Maryland win. they have two teams with a winning record on their, on their schedule, they're out of conference schedules. Fucking terrible. There's not a worse out of conference schedule out there in America. I believe that is the dead worst schedule. So they should be penalized for that. Um, and yes, their win at Indiana and at Iowa is impressive. So that puts them at number five. And obviously the, the win against Penn state is a great win. So, and the way they did do the way they beat Penn state. What a, what an ass whooping. Uh, so I got Michigan at number five at number four. Once again, and it's not based like, Oh, you beat the number one team. So you should be number one. It's, it's just look at the resume and the rest will, will figure itself out uh, at number four. I got the Georgia bulldogs. Wait, how could I take Georgia? Well, we didn't learn really much by Georgia this past week. What they, uh, they took down who? Uh, Vanderbilt by 55. Okay. Impressive. Awesome win. You shut them out, but Vanderbilt sucks ass. You're seven and oh, the Oregon win does look good, but Oregon had a bye week. So you didn't gain anything. Um, the Samford win in the FCS, actually a decent FCS win, the South Carolina win. Well, they had the week off uh, Kent state. That win got worse. Cause Kent state lost to Toledo by a lot of points. Um, Missouri, what by week Auburn, that Auburn win looks worse. Cause Auburn loses at Ole Miss. Actually, this schedule is pretty shitty. I mean, all you have is the Oregon win. I guess what Carolina is Carolina's four and two. I think that's fool's gold, but we'll see if they beat a and M maybe, maybe that will be something, but uh, you still have what two road wins, two road wins against the what South Carolina and Missouri. All right. It's uh, once again, that's one more than Ohio state has. Now Georgia does have a bye week uh, and then they play a neutral site game against Florida. So Georgia's actually not going to play a third away game until November 12th. <laughs> uh, still wild, but uh, Georgia deserves to be ahead of Ohio state. They had Oregon at a conference, even Samford and, uh, and Kent state are better than better than Hawaii and Colorado state. So uh, at number three, I got the Clemson Tigers and yes, they did hop the Georgia Bulldogs, right? They did hop them. And I think deservingly where you could say, Hey, the sec is better than the ACC. And you are correct. The sec is better than the ACC, but I think Clemson's resume is certainly better for the fact that they went to wake forest and won. 
which is a, a better team than South Carolina or Missouri. Uh, then they went to Florida state and won. So first off Clemson's played three and a half road games at Georgia tech or at, uh, at that Mercedes Benz stadium in Atlanta. It's in the same city as Georgia tech. Now, however, with them playing that at that NFL stadium, I know there was more Clemson fans there than Georgia tech fans. So it is a bit of bullshit going on there as that being one of their away games, but the other away games of at Boston college, uh, who's what two and four and then at uh, wake forest and then at Florida state, Florida state still has a winning record. So they've been on the road. What? Two and a half more times than uh, or one and a half. No, wait, they have three. Yeah. So almost two full, full games more than Georgia. Uh, and uh, the fact they have two wins on the road against, against uh, winning records, I think matters. They also have that win against NC state, a team with another winning record. And uh, the Georgia tech win looks a little bit better because tech's been winning lately. Furman, the FCS wins pretty, pretty solid. You know, uh, uh, the only one that really got hurt by this week was what La tech lost to North Texas, but uh, it's pretty solid resume. I think it's worthy of the third best in, in all the land at number two, we got the T C U horn frogs and they just keep winning. They're undefeated. I think the big 12 is better than the ACC. And I think when you look at the teams they have beat, well, first off the Colorado win got better. looks a little bit better now. Uh, now, yes, the, uh, the, well, the SMU win looks better because they beat Navy. Um, Tarleton's an all right FCS. Oklahoma's win looks better because Oklahoma beats Kansas. Now the Kansas win looks a little worse. The Oklahoma state win, uh, obviously big because Oklahoma state was, was, was ranked and still is. So that resume, first off, how many teams with the winning record is that, uh, that is, I believe what that four wins against teams with the winning record and Tarleton in the FCS probably definitely has a winning record too. So five wins against teams with the winning record, their only team that hadn't had a winning record was Colorado and they had to go to Boulder and they won that game. So shout out to them. They also have more power five wins, I believe. Yeah. So uh, that is my logic for the TCU horn frogs being number two at number one, we got the Tennessee volunteers. You see this sweet ass graphic. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe youtube.com slash the college experience. Love how they threw that goalpost in the fucking Tennessee river. There's probably a hobo riding that fucking river, riding that goalpost down the river. Uh, Tennessee's resume is fantastic. I mean, um, they beat Bama who I have ranked in the top 10. And uh, you know, based off of that resume, Bama's lone loss. And then when you look at Tennessee's, uh, you know, other like what they've done schedule wise, well, Pitt had a, had a bye week but Pitt is uh, in the top tied for best record in the, uh, in the, the ACC coastal. I know they have a huge game coming up, uh, but then uh ball state ball state beats UConn. That win looks better. Yes. That Akron win sucks. Yes. The Florida win sucks because Florida's not very good, uh, but LSU that win looks better. Cause LSU did go smack Florida in Gainesville. So I do think it is the best resume. They haven't played an FCS. They do this upcoming week. So potentially you uh, Tennessee could drop and someone else could surpass them. Um, we'll see UT Martin is a decent FCS though at four and two, the Skyhawks. Uh, so we'll see how it all shakes out. But I think there's no denying that they have the best win right now 
in uh, in college football at home. The road win. Now that's something to talk about. The, the road wins are at Pitt and at LSU, two teams with winning records, so respectable. I know Slovis was knocked out of the second half, but it is what it is. We can go one by one. That's what I find so hilarious about the Texas fans. Well, you we, without yours, we should be undefeated. Well, I mean, I guess Pitt. Well, shit, Pitt. Pitt didn't have Slovis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, how many teams can we do this for? Bryce Young was out against A and M. Daniels is out at Kansas. I mean, you can go one by one. Oregon State's without their starter. You can go one by one and talk about how many teams injuries played a role. So I got the Tennessee Vols at number one. I think this system makes the most sense. But let me know. Tweet what tweet me at the Colby D and let me know what you think of the database top twenty five. Tell me where you think I'm wrong. Tell me where you think I'm a fucking idiot. Tell me where you think I'm a genius. Whatever. All right. And hop on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. People come on. It's football season. We're doing this thing all the time. Just a little, little review. Come on. Five-star. Come on. It takes one minute out of your day. Get over there. Please do that. Subscribe to the college football experience and folks subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause the team previews are rolling over there. Go check out with season tips on November 7th. That's a Monday. Get ready. College basketball is around the corner. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also the college baseball experiences on there as well with me and Noah Beanick. Uh, and also check out all the, our other platforms, NFL gambling podcast, right? That season's rolling along NBA gambling podcast. That season's about to start NHL gambling podcast. That season's starting MLB gambling podcast. How about some of these games we're getting in the MLB playoffs, CFL gambling podcast as the race to the gray cup is going on MLS playoffs, MLS gambling podcast, soccer gambling podcast, because you do have the, the world cup coming and those previews are about to start, you know, coming out. So check out all that good stuff, folks, get the SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store. Come talk college football with us. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Do that. It's a lot of fun. All right. Let's go. Uh, you can give the college football experience uh, a, a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We're also on TikTok, Instagram, all that good shit. Check it all out. All right, folks, appreciate you tuning in. This is the college football experience database top 25 show. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.
The best looking man, the best dressed man. 